Today in Business from Wired. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Life-Changing Places, brought to you by Lufthansa. Discover amazing stories and find your life-changing destination at lifechangingplaces.com. African AI experts get excluded from a conference again by Will Knight. At the G7 meeting in Montreal last year, Justin Trudeau told Wired he would look into why more than 100 African artificial intelligence researchers had been barred from visiting that city to attend their field's most important annual event, the Neural Information Processing Systems Conference, or NeuralPS. Now, the same thing has happened again. More than a dozen AI researchers from African countries have been refused visas to attend this year's Neural PS to be held next month in Vancouver. This means an event that shapes the course of a technology with huge economic and social importance will have little input from a major portion of the world. The conference brings together thousands of researchers from top academic institutions and companies for hundreds of talks, workshops, and side meetings at which new ideas and theories are hashed out. Tejumade Afjana, a master's student from Nigeria who is studying at Saarland University in Germany, posted her rejection letter on Twitter. The notice, which was sent by the Canadian Embassy in Vienna, states that her travel history, immigration status, and stated purpose for visiting suggested a risk she might remain in the country. Ironically, Afranja has been co-organizing the Neural PS workshop Machine Learning for the Developing World which aims to spread AI technology to poorer countries. I do not have the time nor energy nor money to waste on Canada anymore. She wrote in response to a suggestion from another Twitter user that she try reapplying. The visa issue seems likely to reduce the number of African voices at the conference by a significant proportion. Timnit Jibru, a Google researcher who helps organize a neural PS workshop called Black in AI, says that a third of the 44 people invited to attend her session from abroad have, so far, been denied their necessary travel documents. The situation points to perennial difficulties that academics from certain countries have obtaining travel visas to Western countries. It also highlights how AI research has been concentrated in richer nations. AI experts worry this imbalance of expertise may end up continuing to skew the technology, biasing algorithms toward first-world perspectives. Widely used computer vision algorithms have been shown to betray this bias, more readily identifying Western weddings than Nigerian ones, for example. It is imperative that all voices be heard at NeuralPS. 
to enable the future success of the field of AI, says Catherine Heller, a professor at Duke University and the Events Diversity and Inclusion co-chair. We are opposed to any attempt to impede progress made by our international community. Jeff Dean, senior vice president at Google AI and one of the most prominent engineers in the field, joined a chorus of those criticizing the restrictions on Twitter. The denial of visas for people to attend scientific conferences inhibits the free flow of ideas that is essential for scientific progress, he wrote. We need everyone's voice. But even as many AI researchers call for more diversity in their field, new obstacles are being put in place. The travel ban introduced by President Trump in 2017 blocked scientists from Iran, Libya, Somalia, Syria, Yemen, North Korea, and Venezuela from entering the United States or working for U.S. companies. Chinese academics, especially those working on advanced technologies including AI, now routinely encounter difficulty obtaining visas to visit or study here, apparently due to national security concerns. Chinese AI companies are also the largest target of the U.S. government's trade blockade. The U.S. Commerce Department has even signaled that it will put export controls on AI, although the mechanism for imposing such restrictions has not been revealed. Canada's decision to refuse visas to African AI researchers seems ham-fisted, given that the country's tech industry has been the beneficiary, in recent years, of America's move toward isolationism. In 2017, Trudeau launched a visa program designed to attract high-tech workers, including those who found themselves unable to get into the U.S., by streamlining Canada's visa approval process. The recent decision to block access to Neural PS for a diverse pool of talent appears to be a step in the opposite direction. It seems crazy, says Joshua Gans, a professor at Toronto University's Rotman School of Business, who studies the impact of AI on innovation and economic growth. What is the worst that happens? The scientists come here, stay here, and develop their AI here rather than in Africa? Matthew Genist, a press spokesperson for Citizenship and Immigration Canada, sent a statement that says the rules outlined by Canada's Immigration and Refugee Protection Act, or IRPA, apply to everyone, regardless of nationality. The statement adds that the department did receive the names of Neural PS attendees who would apply for visas, which were shared with visa officers. And it says people can reapply, but should only do so if they have addressed the reasons their application was refused. Canada has been an epicenter in the recent AI boom. Two of three scientists given the most recent Turing Award for their work developing deep learning are based at Canadian institutions. Those two winners, Yeshua Bengio and Jeffrey Hinton, have both reached out to the Canadian government about the issue. The noise we have made in the last few days has had an effect that the problem has finally come to the attention of the minister in charge, Ahmed Hussein, Bengio told Wired. In recent years, Toronto and Montreal have both built up vibrant AI research ecosystems around this academic success. But the country should not take this for granted, says Gans. Canada has been building a brand of openness, but that will fall away quickly, along with all of the benefits it brings. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.